What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, and we got a breakdown week 11, Monday Night Football, a fantastic game, and joining us, a fantastic guest, one the only Larry Hartstein. Larry, what's up, buddy? How's it going, Will? I feel so blessed. We got the Seahawks and Cardinals in primetime. We got the Chiefs and Raiders. Has there ever been three standalone games this good in any weekend? I don't think so. That's a great call. And now we get Tampa Bay and uh, and uh, the Rams, the Bucks yeah. and the Rams. Man, that's a great call. Three really good primetime games. It's like the opposite of a few weeks ago for Halloween when it was Giants and Cowboys on Monday night or something. Right. I remember that Jets-Broncos uh, Thursday night. I mean, just, yeah. And then Pat, no, uh, and then we got like Pat's. Yeah, we've had some stinkers. This is yeah, this has been a good run. That Chiefs Raiders game was fantastic. Just feeling good coming off of that Sunday night game, and um, there's no reason not to like this game as well. The Buccaneers are minus four. We're going to break it down from a gambling DFS perspective. Um, Bucks minus four. I've seen it creep to four and a half. When I looked, I don't. Um, let me make sure that that is correct with William Hill. Yes, four and a half. Buccaneers now at minus four and a half at our friends, William Hill, minus 215 on the money line. Rams plus 185. The over-under moved up half a point to 48 and a half, Larry. I think this is uh, a little bit of a uh, overreaction to, uh, you know, the 46 points that we saw last week uh, against the Panthers, uh, where there was no defensive resistance at all. I mean, you look at the I mean, you look at the Buccaneers and the three games they've played against good defenses, the Saints twice and the Bears. They've been terrible, 15 points a game. Against the bad defense, they can run it up. I mean, they have as many weapons as anybody, you know, like too many good receivers, two good running backs, um, tight ends, uh, Brady. But, but against good defenses, and also in prime time, the three prime time games, you know, they practiced, yeah. At, yeah, they practiced at night this week but because they've been so bad in prime time. Not only the loss to the Bears, the loss to the Bucks, but also that, that listless performance against the Giants when they didn't and they haven't covered in prime time by a combined 55 points in three three prime time spots so um all that said i could only lean to the rams because as great as their defense is we have no andrew whitworth tonight and jared goff has has not started a game without him since 2016 and yeah and jared goff as everyone knows does not handle pressure well there's going to be a ton of blitzing 37 passer rating uh, with pressure. Uh, you got to figure he's going to see pressure probably 40 to 50% of the time. Uh, so it's a lean. I, I would lean with the points and the ramps, but uh, you know, plus the ref is a home field ref, 56% Jerome Boger uh, for the home teams covering. So another reason it's just a lean for me. What about you? Yeah, I think there's the, almost the exact same thing and have here in the stats uh, among 33 qualified quarterbacks. Jared Goff ranks 31st in yards per attempt when blitzed, 6.3, and 6th in yards per attempt when not blitzed, 8.4. He is he hates pressure. He's a rhythm passer who needs to uh, be protected. And w- when he is protected and when he when he has time to to make his, you know, to when he's not under a ton of pressure, he can look like a really good quarterback, but when he gets, when you get pressure out of it, he just starts crumpling. Like he literally just stands back there and crumples. It's kind of crazy. And we saw a few weeks ago, was it, yeah, a few weeks, two weeks ago um, against the saints in prime time, the Buccaneers decided to drop back and play some zone and they got absolutely carved up. It's not what Todd Bowles likes to do. 
It's not what his defenses are good at doing. It made no real sense that they would do it. And I cannot imagine that they will do it in this game against the Rams when they surely, if we're aware that Jared Goff isn't good against the blitz and isn't good, isn't good against pressure, Todd Balls and Bruce Arians will know that and will send aggressive pressures uh, headed his way early on. I would anticipate that what we get from L.A. is maybe some sort of screen game or short passes to sort of mitigate that pressure early on. I mean, this is, you know, that's the chess match here, right? Like you, Sean McVay knows that Jared Goff's not good against pressure. And he knows that Todd Bowles knows Jared Goff's not good against pressure. And he knows that Todd Bowles loves to blitz. So you have to imagine that Sean McVay, if he's smart, is going to be cooking up some stuff to mitigate that pressure early on, right? And I think he also, even though the Bucks only give up 3.3 yards per carry, the worst, you know, the lowest in the league at, the Rams do hang their hat on running the ball and they have three good backs that can do it. And they, I think they do it a little differently than a lot of teams with the, you know, the jet uh, sweeps and the motion and the misdirection. And I think they're just going to have to stick to that because obviously, like you said, they cannot just, you know, get back, maybe come out, throw a little on first down when they're, when they're not expecting it and then mix in some of those misdirections and, and just try to keep Jared Goff from making the big mistake. Yeah, so the, through the first seven games, they only gave up uh, 66.1 yards per uh, rushing yards per game. And over their last three games, they've given up over 100 yards per game, which, you know, you can say what you I mean, Is that all Vita Vea? I mean, is that? I think so. I, I guess he actually did. He When did he actually get hurt, though? I'm trying to remember. I think but. it was before the Packers game because my theory was Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Jones might go nuts. It was before the Packers game because I was like, if Aaron Jones goes off in this this week, then we know that it's not the real thing. But they gave up 94 rushing yards to the Packers, 76 to the Raiders, 101 to the Giants, 138 to the Saints, and 65 to the Panthers. Now, you know, in that Saints game, they're trailer. I mean, you know, you know the trailer, so the Saints are running a ton in the, in the second half and all of that. Um, but you know, you give them 94 rushing yards to the Packers in a game where you got blown out, uh, or you, you blew them out. Excuse me. I, I don't know. I think that, that yeah, I, that's why I even though it's a 3.3 a and, and number one in the league, I, I really think, yeah, the Rams are not going to give up on that and they're going to try, uh, they're going to use all three backs and they're going to use all kinds of misdirection and all kinds of tricks, uh, to get the running game going. Well, in that sense, I mean, if that's how they're going to play. And we know that the Rams defense is good. I mean, don't we have to? I, I'm a little surprised the over is creeping up here. I mean, I think I know it's a you know, 2020 Tom Brady, you know, Sean McVay. I mean, these off, you know, offenses could be great. I tend to look at the under here. Yeah. I mean, it's gone up. Now you get a key number. It's, it's up to 48 and a half, and you can go to 48. Primetime unders have been hitting. And yeah, I mean, the Rams are the best team against the pass, 5.2 net yards per attempt. And the Bucks are the best against the run. And they're both good at both. It's not like they're, they're you know, horrible at the other. They're, they're both good at defending both six straight unders for the Rams. Uh, the Bucks have also, the Bucks have been a little bit more over, but in, I just, I just don't see it against this elite you know, Rams defense, uh, it, it will take a turnover. It will take the pick six. It will take the yep. freak plays, I think, to get this over. So I do like the under better than the Rams. Uh, one other one other note before we uh, – and I so I like, the, I like the under. I actually think I might be a little – I might lean more heavily to the Rams than uh, you do, and I actually might even splash on the money line at some point as we get close to it because I'd forgotten that they have already ruled out Ali Marpet. He's not playing. He is a 
huge factor for the for the for the Buccaneers in terms of how they protect Tom Brady. We've right. seen it the last few weeks when he's been out. Their interior pass protection is not as good. And, and that's where the Rams come from. Yeah. What's that? And that's where the Rams come from with Brockers and Donald. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where they attack. And so, like, if you're losing a, an all-pro interior offensive lineman and you're having to shuffle things around and, uh, you know, you're moving a center to guard and, and you're having a new guy take snaps with Tom Brady, who's already a new quarterback, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of communication issues for a team that's facing Aaron Donald. Who is the best defensive player in football, even if he's not currently the defensive player of the year? Jalen Ramsey's playing out of his mind right now. I, I am curious. You think, I, you know, well, we can talk about this a little bit in props, but I, I'm curious to see how he's deployed on Monday night. Is it, you know, is he just going to be like you know, sticky on Mike Evans, uh, similar to kind of what Marshawn Lattimore did? Uh, will he be in, you know, is there is there a blueprint from what the Saints did against the Buccaneers? for? Because I think the Rams... You know, obviously the you know with Cameron Jordan, they the Saints come from the edge a little bit more, but I think they have a kind of a similar setup on in terms of the defensive personnel and and what they bring, you know, and their strengths and weaknesses and all that. So I'd be curious if, if there's something they can learn from them there. Um, what's Antonio Brown's snap count going to be? Bruce Arians talks about how he's not going to use him. It's, it's, there's a lot of questions with the wide receivers and how they match up against Jalen Ramsey. I think that that are that are worth you know that are worth asking and noting right and what about Darius Williams that guy Darius has Williams been awesome four picks and he has the lowest passer rating allowed in the league and, yeah. and Troy Hill is also playing well in the slot I mean he's not at their level but those are three good corners so it's not just like they have Ramsey but yeah I think Ramsey will, will be on Evans just with the size I think it makes sense yeah well, and then you point out like Troy Hill I mean I'm not like Troy Hill's just gonna lock down Chris Godwin but you know you put him in the slot on Godwin um, and you let Williams sort of, you know, deal with Brown when Brown's out on the perimeter and, or maybe it's Scotty Miller sometimes. I, I, I mean, look, th these are, those are three really good wide receivers, but if there was a team, you know, and, and that's the other thing too, is like, what will, will Bruce area, does Bruce Arians want these guys to get vertical? Cause you're not going to have a ton of time. You know, if you run these short crossing, like Patriot style offense, maybe you can get it out quick before Aaron Donald gets in there. I think you almost have to do that. If you want to try and like, let these guys get deeper in their routes, that's going to be a problem. Aaron Donald's going to get in there and he's going to generate pressure. And Tom Brady, Jared Goff, not good under pressure. Tom Brady's not good under pressure either because nobody's good under pressure. Jared Goff's the worst, but nobody's good under pressure, right? I mean, right. and they had six sacks against Russell Wilson. They they looked refreshed after that bye. They, you know, the Bucs haven't had their bye, I don't believe, but the, the Rams came out of that bye looking very refreshed. And Russell Wilson, I mean, could do nothing against them. He, he, he completed less than 60% of his passes and two picks, no touchdowns. I mean, so now you got Tom Brady less mobile, a lot less mobile uh, than Russell Wilson. So, yep. Um, yeah. I mean, they have, uh, they held the Seahawks to 16 points. I mean, it's just a good defense. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the, the bottom line. I mean, it, Hmm. I think I, I think I like the Rams a lot. I think I like the Rams, just Rams in the under. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, when you're going with an under, uh, you do want the usually the dog to pair with it. it does the line the line movement's a little weird? I don't know that should line movement bother us in 2020. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's just so much money in the market and there are so many quote unquote sharps and professional groups and they don't always agree. So, I mean, there are a, a whole bunch of sharps on, you know, on the bucks and that's why this is 
you know, trending up, you know, you're seeing what I think you could get, uh, you're seeing some four and a half, you know, and yeah, so um, it's four and a half right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, there's just so much on both sides and there's just so much money in the market that, uh, I don't know if you like the under, I mean, 48 and a half is a very key 48 is a key number. Right. And it does seem to Larry that like these movements take place at very, like it'll, go it's going to go one direction throughout the day and then it's going to crash back down it almost moves you you i don't swear you didn't used to see this that much like you would see some line movement at one point and then it would just sort of sit there and be static until the game started right and now it feels like there's multiple big swings for a primetime game leading up to the game throughout the day almost like a like more like a stock market than a than a betting market and it also it all depends on the book i mean each book has a different character of, you know, some books uh, say, hey, Sharps, as much as you want, we'll take it. We're game. A lot of books say, no, I see your record. I see your track record. Uh, you have a certain limit. So, I mean, that affects it. You know, some books are more public than others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a great point. And some some books are quicker to move than others. You know, you see like, you know, the market just, I mean, take off. I mean, like, it's, it's just wild to see these NFL lines just with no like injuries. They just take off and they're just running. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, the, the bucks are minus two. I don't think it'll get to two and a half because there's too much of a middle option there. But like you could see like the, if, if it closed bucks minus three, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I mean, it's crazy because we're sitting here in the morning at four and a half. But yeah, I would not be surprised. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll look at some player props and DFS. All right. So we do player props on this show every Monday, every Thursday. We think we do pretty well on them. And you've got a chance to do well on some props. Now you can play the football props game on CBS Sports for your chance to win cash. We are giving away $1,000 guaranteed every week. Contest is open until kickoff. It's super quick and easy. Go to cbssports.com slash props and make your picks. You have to make seven picks on the site uh, to win. And we are going to look at three of them here uh, with Larry and I. First off, these are not easy props because one of them is who will score the first touchdown on Monday night. Uh, these, it, it, and look, if you are if you have access to this and you like something in this, then you should bet it because if you get it right and you just get like one leg of seven in the contest um, and you bet like ten dollars on it somewhere, you would have won a lot more because these are usually like twenty three to one depending on who it is. Um, what do you think uh, the options on on CBS's site are? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Gronk, and Field. I'm going to take the field. Yeah. Uh, there's just, In a game like this, I and mean, we talked about, you know, Ramsey on that. We talked about a lot of the star defensive players could take away the star offensive players. And you still left me with Fournette, Higby, Everett, Scotty Miller, Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, and Cameron Bray. Every single one of the Rams running backs. Yeah. You left me and, with all And those. the two quarterbacks. Yo, and the quarterback sneaking. Tom Brady's, sneak, yeah. Tom Brady's a sneak right. machine. I mean, like that wouldn't be surprising. I don't think. I don't. Both, yeah, I was gonna say both teams are not great against tight ends, middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have, yeah. I mean, you basically have. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you take the field. Just the way that these, uh, the guys score. Daryl Henderson's ten to one. He's a uh, William Hill. Uh, he's even with Mike Evans, and you get him for, for at no cost. Now, I mean, that doesn't mean it's guaranteed to hit. Like I could easily see Gronk catching the first touchdown he's 12 right. to one I mean, there's there's so many offensive weapons in this game that it is tough to pinpoint exactly how it's going to play and you also have to predict the game script etc um how many turnovers will it be in the in the game on monday night 
under two, two to three, four to five, six or more. <laughs> What's the juice on two to three? I imagine that's the favorite. Uh, Has to be, right? Yeah. I'm trying that's to find I, it on. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. The juice okay. didn't come across in the emails I saw. So yeah. No, no, no. It was just, yeah. well, I don't think we have the juice necessarily on the, like, I don't even know that you can, I'm sure you can bet on that somewhere, but that's, these are just like the props that we have on this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I think two to three makes sense. Uh, one per team. And yeah. And then you throw in a bonus. Yeah. That's, that's probably right. Um, six or more is off the table. You don't want to go under two, not with these two defenses. So it's either two to three or four to five. And four to five is a lot. Um, if it's four to five, somebody's getting blown out, maybe. Or it's just back and forth turnovers. Which player will have the most combined rushing receiving yards? Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, or Field again? I think it's a tough one. I'm going to lean with Godwin just because he looked really good last week. I practiced in full now. I think he's, you know, mostly past the finger injury. And I think he has the best matchup against Troy Hill, who has been solid. But I think he has a much better matchup than the guys on the outside. Uh, so I'll go with Godwin. I, I can back Godwin. I, I mean, I think there's probably some value in the field still that that is there um because ronald jones and leonard Fournette are eating up uh eating up you know multiple spaces and they play the same position and it's you know it's unlikely that that they uh that they end up being there uh looking at cooper cups 58 and a half woods 50 and a half oh you know who uh is interesting with field too is josh reynolds he's very interesting He's at 45 and a half receiving yards over under 27 targets the last three games. And yeah. he tends to get deep. And Dubin said that uh, he should get the most chance on Dean, Jamel Dean, uh, who's been like real susceptible to double moves. So uh, a big play from Reynolds and, and you could get there. All right. Well, let's, let's, well, all right. So I would, uh, yeah, I think Goblin or field are, are two good choices there. Uh, let's look at our own props. What uh, what what props are you eyeing for this game? And he, this is one, Larry. I think we have to be you have to be careful. It's it's so easy with these props to look and be like, oh, he's gonna go. I want to go over, 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 especially in prime time. And I think I've been I got suckered into that on the Thursday night game with Seattle and Arizona, and it ended up not being as you know because right. of various things that played out. The props didn't go over, and the totals didn't go over, and. I mean, Kyler Murray got like 15 rushing yards, you know, and his he's total was running, right. 55, yeah. 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 And it's just tough. I mean, like, it's easy to it's easy to target overs. And in reality, when you're betting, unders are typically, especially on these props, are typically a better spot to be just because of, you know, the, the numbers going to be inflated because people want to bet the over, right? In that vein, this is not a player prop team prop a game to go under in the second half. Some books also allow you to bet on which half will be higher scoring yeah. on William Hill. I, I didn't see that right away, but you can go under in the second half, pretty much no matter what the total is. The Rams are giving up four points per game in the second half. Wow. And the bucks are giving up a little less than eight. And actually those are their season numbers over the last three. Those numbers are even less a combined 10 and a half points allowed by these, by these two teams in the second half. So that's one thing just to look at They're They're making great adjustments. I'm looking at Malcolm Brown receiving yards over 11 and a half because the bucks, as we know, stop the run, but they give up the second most catches to running backs and the ninth most yards to running backs. And even though you have Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers 
he's the passing down guy he, or primarily the passing down guy. So it's a really low number, 11 and a half. I think he can get over that with a couple catches. Uh, I've got a running back Rams total as well. Cam Akers over 17 and a half rush yards total. Now I know the Buccaneers, as we, as you point out, 3.3 yards per carry. They're not giving up a ton of rushing yards, but as we know, over a hundred rushing yards that they've surrendered in the last three weeks. Um, when you look at, how did I get on Chris Galvin's page instead of Cam Akers? That's weird. Uh, when you look at Cam Akers, 21% of the snaps, 26% of snaps the last two weeks, nine carries and 10 carries. He has averaged 3.8, uh, around 3.8 yards per carry. None of these are really impressive numbers. He ain't got to rush for 100 yards, Larry. All he needs is 18 rushing yards to get this prop. So that means... I think the basic math is, let's say he gets, uh, let's say he averages three yards per carry. Right. He needs seven carries. That's right. all we need is seven carries six. at three yards. Six. Well, yeah, six. Yeah, six. yeah, you're right. Six to get it. I, I was doing the math. I actually uh, bet this before we started. It's at 19 and a half at my book. Okay. I still, I it was still fine with, but I mean, you know. Yeah, they're using him more, and he's healthy now. And uh, I think yeah. anything, anything under 20, you're fine with. You just have to realize that, you know, these numbers creep up quickly. And it like, and if we, you know, if it, it just stinks, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. But if, if, if you see like 23 at your book, don't take that, you know, like that's a huge difference between 23 and 17, but go to William Hill and you can get 17 and a half right now. Um, you mentioned it, Christian Kirk. I mean, the other night, not to go back to Thursday night, but how important those few yards are, you know, everybody, a lot of people lost, were on Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were on him. The number climbed and what did he finish like a half a yard or a yard? He, he was 51 and a half and he finished with like 50. Or was right, it was 50 and a half and he finished with 50 receiving yards. And it started like 47, 48. And yeah, so it yep. happens all the time. Yeah. I like Mike Evans under. Uh, I have him at 55 and a half. I just think, I mean, he's averaging 51 and he's not, and now he's going against Jalen Ramsey. Um, so I, I like him under. I like that as well. Um, if we assume that, that he is going to be, plastered by Jalen Ramsey. I think that number has actually come down too. I think it was okay. 58 and a half. I mean, not that, not that that's bad. I mean, 55 and a half is still very gettable. Um, I would guess that if Jalen Ramsey is on him the entire game that, and, and, I, and I, I think you're right. I think that's not unreasonable to expect. That might be the case. They're going to look elsewhere. Like yeah. he, I, I know there's been some squeaky wheel stuff where Bruce Arians sort of ripped Tom Brady for not throwing to him, but I, I can't imagine they don't, look to Brown and look to Goblin and look to Gronk um, in those spots. Uh, let's see anything. I think I'm just going to plant my flag on Cam Akers and maybe take some first touchdown props as well. Uh, anything, anything else that stands out to you? Tom Brady, 290 and a half passing yards. That seems high. It, it does seem high. <laughs> I mean, th this is a, and also two and a half touchdowns is you right. have to lay a lot to go under. You have to lay a well, lot. See, I see, I see one and a half over two ten. Oh, wow. I saw two and a half under 210 as minus 210. Yeah. Interesting. Did it update? Just updated. I would, if I would even consider taking Tom Brady under passing touchdowns under one and a half at plus 170. Yeah. I, I mean, that's great. I mean, you're talking about, I, I do not want to lay uh, 210 on Tom Brady to go two passing touchdowns. I mean, I, not only do I think this could just be a low scoring game. Um, but I, I just think you could see a situation where they get in the red zone, they're running, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, oh yeah. Josh Reynolds. What do you think about 45 and a half? 
Yeah, we talked about that. I, I think he's I think he's got a shot, uh, definitely a great shot to go over that. 27 targets the last three games. Yeah, that's a ton of targets. And if if he goes over, I could see a situation where Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett end up going under, um, although Everett's number is like 20 and a half, so maybe that's not where we want to look. All right, let's talk some DFF. Well, I got one more if you don't right, mind right, on right. a lottery ticket. Uh, yeah. On a lottery ticket, uh, Gerald Everett. Uh, 1400 plus 1400 to score the Rams first TD plus 2,500 to score the game's first TD and plus 450 to score anytime. Ooh. His guy's been tar- targeted more than Tyler Higby. Uh, and that's where the bucks have been weak. I mean, uh, I think they've had six different tight ends have scored touchdowns against them. Uh, so, you know, Gerald Everett could be that guy tonight. I, I love that. Four and a half to one for any time touchdown. Yep. I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's a good value. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm looking for it right now on my my site to try and try and get that in. I've got, uh, yeah, I got three and a half to one. I wouldn't be surprised if that was closer, to like two, three to one or two and a half to one. But by the time it closes, I mean that's, but that's just good value. Like Daryl Henderson is plus one fifty. I mean, I, I just think it's just as likely that against a tough front that they roll golf out and he throws one to Everett on. Um, at, uh, at plus 250, Josh Reynolds plus is three to one to score a touchdown, too. I don't mind that either. I think you can see both guys targeting the red zone. All right. So, speaking of which, when you look at this game for DFS, uh, are you, what are you thinking from a captain's perspective? Are you thinking, I mean, because I think with Tom Brady on the list, with all the star power on offense, it's, you're going to see some high priced dudes at captain. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Brady is the obvious choice that, you know, I kind of like Godwin, as I mentioned. I just think, you know, if they do put Ramsey on on Evans and, and Godwin gets in the slot and he, you know, he's elite, he can beat that. He can beat Troy Hill enough um, and he's just trending in the right direction. But uh, I don't know. I don't have like somebody that I absolutely love uh, as captain in this case. Yeah, I, I think that there's a viable case to be made if you want to get really contrarian. Because, again, I, I just think with Goff and Brady, I mean, the, the names up here, Goblin, Woods, Antonio Brown, it, it, why not go with Josh Reynolds? Like, toss Josh Reynolds in there as your captain. He's got, he's got to, I mean, he has to I – don't, I don't know. I think because of the diversity of weapons here, that there's a real chance that if one guy ends up being a heavy, heavily targeted player, that he could end up outperforming the quarterback. Um, now – you do have you do have to worry a little bit that like if if the production and the and the isn't targeted into one guy that you could end up seeing Brady and Golf be the be the be the pathway to the the top captain. But if you go with Brady or Golf, Brady is sixteen five, Golf fourteen seven. You're really going to have a hard time fitting in a lot of other guys. If you go Josh Reynolds at captain, for instance, you can get Brady, Golf, and and Cup very easily. And then even toss in a little Uncle Lenny Fournette. Fournette's four four. I mean, he's dirt cheap. And uh, Malcolm Brown at five four. And and you've got and that's you can fit that in. So uh, re- going with a Reynolds or like a Gronk as a captain, paying down gives you a better option. I don't hate um, Leonard Fournette. I mean, I think it could be a like let's feed Leonard Fournette and let him run and use him a bunch in the passing game. It never you never know what Arians is going to do with. Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, it's very frustrating at the running back position. I know, and there's all this Ronald Jones. He had that amazing run against the Panthers, 192 yards. But you look at those three games before that, 
Yeah. Not good. I mean, like 20, 30, 20 or 30 yards. So that was, the Panthers. Fumbled, that was the Panthers. Yeah. And if he fumbles, it was weird too, because he fumbled against Carolina. I was like, well, that, that there goes his carries. Or maybe he fumbled against the he fumbled against the Saints or Carolina. If he fumbles, Bruce Arians sometimes will yank him out completely, and sometimes will leave him in there. It's very it's very difficult to tell. I think obviously you have Brady and Jared Goff have the highest ceilings of of anybody in this game. Um, I'm just intrigued by the idea that you know one of these secondary receivers could end up being a huge factor. Uh, I a lot of people play these defenses in showdown. I feel like they've actually been paying off reasonably well. Um, if you had to, if you had to play Bucks or uh, Rams, who which one would you go with? I think I would play. I would play the. Uh, I would play the uh, the Rams defense. Uh, you know, I mean, I, Jared Goff. I think he's going to struggle. I don't think we're going to see the you know multiple pick six uh, strip sack Jared Goff. Right, 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 right. Um, so, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, uh, Reynolds kind of has to score though. If you if you make him your captain. Oh, right? oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, you need a touchdown from for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you play Josh Reynolds as a captain, go all in and, uh, and just jam, you know, hit him for that three to one to, to score a touchdown as well. Um, if you want, if you want a dirt cheap option, and this is an intriguing prop sort of Van Jefferson, $900. I don't think he'll be heavily involved, but at $900, all you need is one or two catches. And all of a sudden he pays it off. You get one 30 yard catch. He's paid off his, his salary in, in, in easily. And by the way, he's his over under for receiving yards three and a half, Larry. Whoa, whoa! Um, and uh, I don't think he's ever had a three yard catch. Probably Malcolm Brown uh, <laughs> is fifty four hundred. Everett is thirty nine hundred. Those are I think those guys are pretty good value. Yeah, I think that's probably the way. To, if you you got to build it, build it. I mean, you got to you got to decide what do you think the game script is. And it's easy to be enchanted by the idea of a bunch of points being scored in this game, but the total is under fifty. They are two good defenses. I mean, I would almost lean towards. So when you're if you're if you're building this and you agree with Larry and I that there's going to be and I'm almost speaking to myself here. When you're building these lineups, if you're building it and you're and you think it's going to be a low scoring game and you think that the the offenses might struggle to, to put up points and that they the Rams are going to lean on the run game and try not to you know expose Jared Goff too much. I mean, just think about how that game script looks relative to the players you're putting in because you can you can put in some running backs let's say you put in for net as your captain at 6600 that unlocks the opportunity to put anybody else you want in, in the lineup now but just because you can afford Antonio Brown doesn't mean you have to play him you know what I mean like if, if you don't think Antonio Brown is going to have a big game don't be like well he's the the most guy on the slate, like play the guy, you know, that's how you get burned by just, you're just like, oh, I'll just play the most expensive guy right there. You want to, you can leave money on the table in these showdown slates. You need to leave money on the table to differentiate yourself. And, you know, if you, you know, if you, if you, like, if you can afford Mike Evans, but you, but you agree with us and you don't think Mike Evans is going to do much because he's going to be dealing with Jalen Ramsey, don't pay for Mike Evans. Just pay down for Chris Goblin or whatever it is. You know, that's, I think that's a strategy that gets lost, especially when you're building these things in the DraftKings app. Yeah, there's. I just think this game has so many, such a wide range of, yes. of where there's not that that clear, uh, you know, clear number one guy. Even though Mike Evans is a number one guy, but in this game, you know, there isn't that one head and shoulders guy, you know, for either team really. Sort of similar to it's like a defensive version of Sunday night's game with the Raiders and the Chiefs, or you know, like you don't know. I mean, we knew Tyreek Hill, and there, I mean, you know who's going to do well, but you don't know exactly where the production's going to be 
clustered. And I think it's even more difficult in this particular matchup to figure it out. So uh, certainly a tough showdown slate to crack, but uh, make sure to check out sportsline.com. Uh, uh, Mike McClure, will he have his, uh, he, his, his uh, picks will be up. Yeah. I oh. think they're his, his top three plays are up and then his full uh, breakdown will be up later today. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I know that he was, uh, he was out for a little bit, uh, but glad he is back and we'll have that article up. Go to sportsline.com slash join uh, you, promo code white. You want to give a different promo code? Well, let's use RJ. Let's use yeah. white. RJ promo code white. And uh, you get your first month for a dollar. You also get CBS all access for free with your Sportsline membership, which is important because this week Champions League is back. You're going to want to check that out as well. And you uh, also get our brand new uh, European soccer expert that uh, we just lined up. He's over in uh, England. Uh, unbelievable track record. Last three years, up 20,000. His name is Martin Green. Check out his picks on what? Sportsline. Okay. I will be checking those out and playing those this week. Larry, as always, buddy, it's a pleasure. Likewise. Likewise. 